Bulls to make it 28 to 3. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25. Tossed away. All right, you are listening to another episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. We have a hashtag intro and hashtag music, but we got our good friends who are the fathers of hashtag no music, no intro. We got Adam and Ryan from the Saints Block Party podcast, the collab, the joint episode, whatever the hell you want to call it, you've all been waiting for. So I'm in the making. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. So, uh, you know, we we uh, our last episode was our, you know, 28 to three podcast. First season preview episode, you know, so we ain't going to burden y'all with <laughs> all of that shit that that, you know, we listened to the last episode y'all had that y'all went through uh we're, we're we're here just to kind of shoot the shit a little bit talk to y'all y'all friends of ours so uh you know max what what you got for uh our good yeah friends? so basically you know what we're in a bar the three of us has wandered into to the bar we ran into the two of y'all let's talk saints man let's, let's see what you guys it. are feeling about the uh this weekend and and going forward so honestly give me your thoughts on this weekend's game you know adam go ahead and kick us off and then kick it over to ryan like I feel like this is even even before we start talking football, right? <laughs> it, it, I feel like there's like there's to be like a, a pause and just realize like people who are watching or listening to this is like what's happening, right? Yeah. We're podcasting, we're 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 doing this. You guys are obviously together. Ryan and I are are separate remote, but whether it's through Twitter or just the Saints in general, have brought us together. I've known Max for such a long period of time, like what two thousand. <laughs> I don't even know when we touched base the first time, 2013, 2012. Yeah. Um, touched base with him when he was was at Root. I've known Ryan a very, very long time. Now we have a fucking podcast and a business together, which is insane. Um, and I just want people to see, like, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I, we have a podcast. You guys have a podcast. We don't fucking care. We're not, like, competing against each other. It's all about uplifting uplifted each other and trying to like just do good content and just have a fucking good time and we always have good time content because you're talking about the fucking saints there's always something yeah. to talk about with this team oh uh, uh, so <laughs> like, bro we can just start right today yeah. like jake hater jesus <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but it's just it's yeah. just it's it's beautiful and i just wanted to just point that out of like yeah. these are like long-lasting friendships i met Corey for the first time at the draft our draft meetup for our podcast we were doing in april well, I was going to say that's a fantastic segue because, you know, I've, I was, I've been, I think, you know, no offense here, Adam, but none taken. You know, uh, <laughs> Max had told me about Ryan's Twitter handle. He's like, dude, you got to follow that boy. Wolf fucking like the best, like 15 character tweets you ever see. And, uh, you, he, he wasn't wrong. It's fucking, it's fucking no. hilarious. And then, so you follow Ryan and then you, you, naturally you see Adam and you see y'all's podcast and, and then you start listening to the, uh, the then Saints Twitter podcast, hashtag right. new music, new intro. Uh, and, uh, you know, but then 
you know, so as a, as a guy who became a listener, uh, and then was informed about the meetups and then got informed about the Patreon and the discord. And then, you know, the, the draft meetup comes along this past year and I'm sitting there, you know, at my house, you know, like Max and Adam, y'all familiar co-parenting situation. With, with my two what the? What are you, what are you doing? TLC? I'm moving that shit out of the way. I'm moving that shit out of the way. You're selling money over here, bro. Max. <laughs> Corey just like, just wags and pulls it. Just, just, just a tender like moment, that. bro. Just ruined. <laughs> That's me. He's saying, Corey, shut up. I'm out. I'm out. Corey, Corey talks too much. Holy Corey God. talks too much, so is I need to move it over and kind of break up the moment. If, yeah. if I'm talking too much, you just throw ladders across the room? Is that what we're doing? That's, That's my new way of doing it. This is, look, I know you're a big WWE fan. Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon now. right there, bro. Like, <laughs> Jesus, man. Like, this ain't a cage match. Fuck. Right. <laughs> That's how we I get Corey bad. to slow down away on here. So I feel yeah, bad he throws for ladders is what he does. Just He's listening, fucking, fucking <laughs> not anyway. seeing like the actual visual. That was good. That was great. <laughs> what did you plan that? Actually, though, no. you didn't. That was good. So was good. let me let me say this though. Going back even further, when we're talking about relationships, so I can remember Nick and I being freshman year in college, and we were taking the same classes. It was a business class. I forgot which one. And I would leave class within two minutes of it starting, go to the computer lab, and get on Saints Report. <laughs> and one of the people I was interacting with was Ryan. So I remember going back and forth, and I knew him from then. And we didn't know each other, but we were back and forth interacting with each other. And uh, it was funny when uh, we got into Twitter and I, I spotted his handle. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's that guy from Saints Report. I got to follow him. And then it just keeps going and going and going. And then uh, Adam... I don't even remember how nope. we got connected, man. But uh, you reached out and you came into the restaurant. We had some drinks, you know, got you guys some food, went to the game the next day, and that was pretty much the uh, the kickoff point. So just to echo what he was saying, man, very, very cool story. You know, the connections run deep. They run far. You know, it. God, it's probably been 30, 40-plus years of friendship between all of us in this, in this uh, virtual room right Damn. now. Combined. So it's just really, really cool that we're all talking about the Saints, you know, on a podcast uh, together right yeah, now. Yeah, man. So. 30 combined awesome. years of friendship and one this, like, decapitated ladder from Max. <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but the seminal moment for me with, with y'all, Adam and Ryan, is that, like, I was sitting there on the couch. I'm like, look, I'm going to watch the draft at home. Uh, my fiance Lizzie, she was actually working the draft with their company, Wristband, right. uh, at the time. And uh, she was in KC. She was literally behind the stage when they were calling the picks. I mean, like, she's got a picture of Mahomes and all that good shit. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to watch them. And Max is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm here. I'm watching Dre. He's like, get your ass to buy you beer garden. Come to the meetup. Like, just, just like that. And, and Max and, was telling and, me. And I, and I went and I went and I met y'all. And then next thing you know, two months later, or not even, uh, uh-uh. Lizzie and I are, are, in, are in L.A., and we meet up. We got a. We'll post it to to the Twitters as a reminder. But you know, we did a little rooftop dinner. Me and Lizzie with Adam and his girlfriend at the oh. with a view of the Hollywood sign. Man, it, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. As my Italian metairie friend likes to say, it was man. It just it, so <laughs> we'll we'll go into the scenes. I would just want to just point that out of how fucking dope and cool that is. Like it's oh yeah, it's, had to be yeah, so absolutely, man. For sure. Okay, let's uh, talk about these um, niggas. Um, yeah. but no, dive into it. What you got? Yeah, go, go, go. Uh, we talking about we talking about Titans game? 
Yeah, let's do it, man. What you got? I think they start the season on the right foot. Like Ryan convinced me last night. We did our we did our preview episode last night. I initially was like, I don't know, this Titans team just it feels like a Saintsy loss, but I'm not trying to stay with <laughs> not trying to stay with the negativity. Like I'm I'm changing it up yeah. for once. I'm saying they start off, Derek Carr has a damn good game and they do enough to pull out a victory in week one. Yeah. I will say I am terribly um, concerned about the running game, the run game, because it looks dreadful going into Sunday. Well, it's kind of like everybody that says, you fact. know, we we haven't actually faced Derrick Henry yet as a team. I know. I mean, you, know, you got you got DA who's look, the defenses I can't believe I'm saying this, but the past three, four years, our defenses have spoken for themselves. You know, top yeah. ten. Well, time out. You say you can't believe you're saying this. That's the one fucking thing DA has ever been able to do <laughs> is, is coordinate cards. a defense. Right. But that's dude, his calling dude, card. It's not a surprise. We are imbalanced when it comes to greatness at the QB position and greatness at the defensive position. That's what I'm saying. I can't believe I'm saying it because with Drew, when we were trying to make the fucking Super Bowl post-2009, the whole knock was that if we could just get our defense to balance out how good we are in offense – you know, and that wasn't happening. And 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 now our defense is, is if if even not prime Breeze, but even like second to last year, third to last year Breeze played with this defense, there would not be any question about who's the cream of the crop of the NFC or the NFL. But now that I get a defense check. You know, we were the like, best team in those last three years of Breeze. We were the best team in the NFC, no question about it. Yeah, but we were the best team despite our defense, not because of it. You know, if if we're going to be. No, the defense wasn't bad those last couple of years. You're mistaking it. You're remembering the defenses from the. uh, Yeah, 2017, 18, 19, 20. The defense was good. It was good, bro. It was like, like, I mean, mean, the whole time we were like, man, what the hell is going on? You remember 2017? Exactly. 2017, it was just crazy because it was like you had three 79 seasons, back-to-back-to-back, horrible defenses. Um, and then 2017, you had Lattimore in there. Um, William was the middle Davis. linebacker? Wasn't it the guy from Carolina? Uh, what linebacker? Oh, A.J. Klein. Was it A.J. Klein, yeah. It was A.J. Klein, Klein yeah, off yeah. the left, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Von Bell and yeah, all that. Klein was no, Von Bell wasn't – was the Von Bell the, there? Von was yeah, uh, Von Bell was on the. He game. was the year before seven. He was sixteen, right? Right. Yeah, he, he was sixteen. Yeah, he was sixteen. He Michael Thomas here, right? And it was just like yeah, think, just a completely changing dynamic, man. You know, I think dude, I'll, like, I'll never forget it because I was in New York. I don't remember what we were doing there, and uh, we were in New York. I was in the the hotel room watching the game from London, and you remember the first couple of weeks we had a rough start. And it was the whole national anthem debate. Mm-hmm. And then it was all of a sudden it came out like, you know, Peyton was, was down with the, saying, fuck it, we're going to kneel. You know, we're not going to kneel. Yes. We're not going to do any of this. Yes. Yes. And, and uh, the team went on a run. And that, it was, in a weird way, it was almost like it was the catalyst for that it like, run. It like it brought them together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it kept going. But I'll, I'll never forget it because it was the game from London. You're right. I and I was it. watching it mm-hmm. in a hotel room in New York. You know, I was supposed to get a brunch somewhere, and I'm like, no, 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 fuck, I'm not going. I want to watch this game. You know, no, I know we, we've lost the first couple of games. Fuck it, we're going to watch this. 
And they, they, they brunch, ended up winning the game. A brunch. I want to say it was uh, Ken Crawley. Ken Crawley for the first time. That was Ken Crawley at least. Interception. Yeah. Yeah, Crawley came out and showed out. P.J. Williams looks like a meeting. P.J. Williams looks like a meeting or something. So they put Crawley in there. Can we tell you something happened with with P.J. Williams? Max would always tweet, look at God. Can we just really quickly talk oh, about shit. how we lost Max? Yeah, at least oh, just how sickles we all are, just remembering all those fucking key details from something that happened. <laughs> sick, sick, sick bro. A, yeah, a random sick. game against the Dolphins in London, twenty seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's. I think that's like the blessing and the curse as a Saints fan. And there's some other fan bases oh. that are like that, but I challenge the Houston Texans to feel the same way, or as an example. But it's like we remember the the best, obviously. But I think we're really good at remembering the bad, right? Oh yeah. And it's like oh, oh shit. Yeah. You can you quote Ken Crawley, or like we still talk about Jason David. You know, uh, it just all it goes that, way before all that, that Corey. man. It's a blessing. And oh yeah, yeah. No, I know. But dude, Max likes to use the word diapers and shit, even though I would have been arrested if I was wearing diapers when he claims that I was. That's a different topic, different day, but. Yeah. So I I do I have a I have a question for for the older Saints fans the generation is <laughs> speak speak perfect. Hey, just go, just 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 go ahead and say the names, dude. Don't no, no, say no, older no, generation. I'm, I'm just saying out of the five from, of us, I'm 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 the youngest. So obviously I was a Saint, not the Saints fans <laughs> the 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 least amount of time. How does this team, its current construction, offensive defense, rank in terms of? great Saints teams in the past. Because I think if you just on Matt. hashtag hashtag on paper, it's a like the strength paper, of this yep. team is is very deep in the top in like the top half of like the elite players at both sides of the ball. Like the team should be in theory really good. And I know people like the national yeah. media is not thinking Dude, that. But I'm gonna take the core you're too young. Stop. You're not a boomer. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. Feel like we haven't yeah. heard from you. Corey, mute your mic you sit off to the side. Let us let us talk. No, I was gonna say it's like he was listening to us right when we wrapped our last episode. Y'all go ahead. Y'all get y'all, you old guys go ahead. You old guys go ahead. So no, this team, and we'll say the on paper hashtag, but uh, you know, being a, a little kid who who's grown up obsessed with everything that's going on with the Saints, and my mood has been dictated for that entire year based off of what happened during the season. I'm optimistic, man. This team looks good. You know, we know the defense is going to be good. You know, whether they're elite or not, that's up for right. debate, but they're going to be good. You know, they, the, uh, the the talent is there. The players are there. I don't question that at all. I think DeMario and Cam and uh, Tyran, they, those guys have another, another good year inside of them, and the rest of the supporting cast looks good. Thanks. I think Nick's going to say this, and I'll let him uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I think he was going to say that Derek Carr is already the second-best quarterback in Saints history. Going off of pure talent and production beforehand coming to this team. You know, and that's not a very high bar. Like, think about it. You know, who are, who are the top guys contending for the crown? You know, Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. All right, anyone's top three Saints quarterbacks ever – Obviously, Drew Brees, number one. Archie, Aaron Brooks. Those are your, your two and three in some order. You know, none yeah, of us are old enough to have seen Archie actually no. play. 
So I'm going to go with the guy who won us a playoff game. So give me Aaron Brooks is number two. I'll say Archie's number three. Go off of the, uh, the stories and the, the legend Nostalgia. of the year. Right. Past that, man. Shameless Bro, it's plug. a fucking. We, we it's do a, have an episode on this exact topic. <laughs> yeah, we did a whole episode on this topic, and yeah, yeah we did, we, we did. So, but going going past that, man, what is there? You know, there, there's there's Jim Everett, there's Vodka Collins. So, I mean, Jesus Christ, Bobby Abair. <laughs> I'm not even going to say time. him because yeah. every time Max says Vodka, every Bobby time was cold. I thought Bobby Bobby Abbott was cold, man. Like, I was young. I'm like, that's how damaged we are, man. That's how damaged we are. We thought Bobby Abbott was cold. See, see, Ryan's closer in age than Nick and I. So, so we're, uh, we're, we're closer in age. So we can feel, you know, we can share the pain that we, we grew up with. I'm with Ryan. This team was fucking trash, man. Yeah, we, I did too. Page and Canada. That's right. Uh, what are you done for me? Yeah, but was he was he actually good? Was no, he actually no. good? No. <laughs> we didn't know though. It's the best we'd we ever seen. It was like, <laughs> like the Saints were winning, yeah, winning 10, 11, 12 games. It's like so he's good. Like that's that's you know how far our mind went back then. Like, yeah, that's team, right. Well, the Saints are winning. No, so that's a good point. Yeah. Um, then you look back what? on it. And, uh, Nick, I'll let you go ahead. Man. What I was going to say, when when Drew left, uh, I told Matt, I said, look, the, the skill set type that fits our offense is Derek Carr. I don't know if there's ever a way to get him, um, but barring a quarterback that may become available, he seemed like, you know, he was back and forth over there with that organization. It seemed like there was some tension. So I just felt like that was a good fit if you could get him for a price that wasn't overpaying. And, you know, a couple years later, I think it came to fruition. I'm not going to say he's a top five quarterback. He's not. But I think he can fit into what we do pretty well. And and there's a lot of good players on the roster and has been for the last couple of years. There's just nothing that could make it go. A lot of good players, man. I mean, and, and he, go ahead. but here's the thing. Like, you could be, like, say, a top, what, 14-ish quarterback and still have a season or two of, like, top 10 production. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we've seen that, like, with Matt Stafford or uh, Kirk Cousins. And Matt Ryan. Like that. Matt Ryan's Matt a great Ryan. example. Yeah, MVP year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So you could have a season where you everything comes together, the defense, the weapons, running game, coaching, all that stuff, coaching. That's when it all comes together. And I think, I think this could be that year for Carr. But it's the yeah. coaching thing of – I can't answer it till I see it. Yeah, Pete Carmichael. Yeah, I see it. I was gonna say like, here's where I can here's where I can chime in. Even though Max and Nick think I'm too young to to say shit like this, but what y'all said or what you asked Adam, it doesn't even go back for me in terms of what team we compare it to. It for me, it doesn't go back past 2006 because if you look at this team. And their makeup, uh, their their kind of their their ethos, if you will, it's like it it's close to that 06, 09 type of type of feeling for me. Um, you know, I, I we were looking up, we we're prepping for our season preview episode, so the thought occurred to me. You know, you got Cam saying, "I want to get my guy, Derek." I want to get my guy to uh, back to Vegas, right? 
So I started thinking, well, what, what would that take? Okay. And also we hear a lot about everybody saying like, Oh, it's the saints when in the South, more people are coming in saying, well, look out for Atlanta because Bijan, et cetera, et cetera. That is, can I just, but well, I don't have no, but no it, where the fuck that's coming from, but I, right. but me neither. Pe- people were, but it's more of a plurality than a consensus that we're going to win the division lately, like right. two months ago, not so much lately. People are getting hyped on training camp and preseason and all the bullshit. So I went ahead and decided I'm going to look up and see what the predictions were back in the summer of 2009. What was everybody saying about us mm. when we were coming off of a year where we missed the playoffs mm-hmm. the year before we won the bowl? And you've got, I mean, it's straight print from ESPN.com. I mean, John Clayton's on here, Tim Graham, oh, Jeremy Green. I mean, and, and the, the finishes are division finish three, 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 one, two, three, three, two. And it's across mm. the board. And the things that people are saying, like the guy that said, uh, who was the picks us to be one? Jeremy Green. New Orleans is a legitimate Super Bowl contender because its offense is as good as anyone's. Running back Pierre Thomas will get the Saints solid balance, but the biggest improvement is on defense, where they finally have a legit leader. So, you know, it's like that's number one, right? Uh, number two is better defense to supplement dynamic offense. That could be even better than the last. So it's like, it's a lot of the same things. Like we've got dynamic playmakers on defense. We've got a good offense. I'm chiming in with this because I think I've seen a lot of the same stuff. I think the, the big thing that is the difference is they don't have the same type of person at the helmet head coach. And good point. This season is going to be truly indicative is, and I'm not saying that DA is a bad defensive coach, but historically his, his track record as a head coach isn't proven. And I think, you know, I said this last night on our preview pod, Mike Drabel is like the inverse of, of DA and where he can get his teams that may not appear talented, like on paper, and yet they're winning the, the AFC South. They're, you blink and they're in the, in the AFC championship. You're like, how are the fucking Titans in the AFC championship? And it's like, that's like good coaching. And coaching, like in spite, in spite of, like it's all. This is such a huge make or break season for for DA, and and we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I, I'm trying to be more yeah. optimistic and 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 how the outcome will be. Yeah, I like it. I like this new version of you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it till Sunday to see how long it fucking lasts. <laughs> no, I know, I know. The first interception, or drop pass, no. or. Uh... Or fumble, no, it's going to be right, three, right back no, to the old school. Three, three and so. out, bro. Just, just one three, three and out. out. Ah. Three and out, baby. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this, this Titans game has been the hardest one. No, and, and, and let me let me, let me me add a little bit of color to this. You know, this is why, you know, I always – I will bet you at any point whenever something comes up and you'll, you know, p- plant your flag on a, on a topic or, or a statement, and I'll say, you know what, let's bet on it. And this is why. Because yeah. I I love you to death, but man, you have been negative as fuck the last couple of years, and I get it, man. Because I don't like DA either, and you know Nick and I have had this argument uh, over and over again, and I, I don't think DA is a good coach, but I do think given the situation that he's in right now, there there is the distinct possibility that this team can make some noise. 
Oh yeah, I mean yeah. they they should. Like that's the thing. That's the like, thing. They should. They should. And, and like I, when I when I say those things, or you know, I have my stances. It's not that like I'm hoping. I'm like praying for like the Saints downfall. Like that. I have a fucking for the league tattoo tattoo on my fucking shoulder. So, but it's so. It's just one of those things where it's like you gotta you gotta show me. Like I gotta see it. I gotta see it with, my, with my eyes. Like can he you? He doesn't have a winning season. He as a head coach, <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I'm with you, man. No, I'm with you. Know. You're right. You're right. You're right. So we just got to yeah, see. You're right. You're truth right. Bomb. Truth. And it, truth I mean, bomb. I, honestly, this Titans game, if you really look at their schedule, is probably one of the toughest. Like, which is Top wild. Three. Top it, three. It absolutely sure. is. <laughs> it's like yeah. them, the Jags, and I don't even know who. Like, I don't even know who I'm forgetting off the top of my head. But like, there are not a lot of teams on their schedule this season where the Saints should go in and feel like underdogs but this is such a good measuring stick right from the fucking jump like yeah 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 and then it's quiet it's a quiet game yeah if it wasn't the season opener this game showed up even in the dome like week four week five week six like yeah l (laughs) like what do you think about it but the fact it's just the fact that it's like season opener all the good vibes are coming in because i'm with you like i want this to be like i like everything i'm hearing out of camp it's like season opener the energy is going to be there like that does but i don't know i mean for football I mean, reasons if you look I, at I do, x's and o's it's tough little stuff though because like the vibe in training camp just around the team was different this season it was you know yeah, and I, mean, I and i that's just you know what's been reported that's the you know things i know and i think like little shit like that in terms of like the minutiae like i think like to some small degree it matters like they did not, they did not approach the season like they had everything made in the shade. Like, oh, we're we have a fucking Fort Lee on our on a helmet. We can just walk into a fucking stadium and win games, which is kind of what their their attitude was last season. And I think that that's really helped the whole dynamic of the team. And it's like it's a deep team, man. Like, here, time out. All right, this is Juwan Johnson, Max. <laughs> This, right, me and you. One. Whoa, whoa! Oh, come out, come out, okay. come out! Okay. Tread lightly, because update. one of my come out, one of my predictions this year on our pod that we just recorded the season preview episode. Okay. I said Juwan right. Johnson is going somewhere between seventy-eight and eighty-five catches, over a thousand yards, and ten-plus touchdowns. Wow! All right, bro. Look, look at that! Wow! Bro, hey, hey, gonna... hey! <laughs> uh, bro, opinions can change. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm, I, I am buying into I'm buying into the Derek Carr to the tight end connection, and Juwan Johnson is has been trending like this. He has been trending like this since he got into the league. So, okay. Look, you're, you're talking to a guy who owns every single rookie card Juwan Johnson has. It's not many. They are being sent <laughs> off to be graded. Nick and I are getting them back this weekend, but they're there. The three of them, the three or four that he has. I'm ready to wide receiver yet. on that bitch. <laughs> WR. It says wide receiver. On your, I know it does. On your, <laughs> name on your Riverside box just changed to Max's pocketbook, not the same. So just letting you know it just changed it's also over Max's there retirement advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, either way, I am I am buying into Jawan Johnson this season. I'm saying man. that uh, <laughs> Jawan Johnson is going to do well this year. I agree, man. I, I we're it. I'm buying it. I think there's different standards of well, because here's the thing. Mm. 80 receptions are tied in on this team. That's a lot. lot. Okay, Darren Waller had 100 receptions, I think, twice with Carr. But he had nobody else. 
That was before uh, uh, who just came? Was it Hopkins? Um, I mean, Devontae Adams before Devontae Adams. Um, we got too many other weapons. Look, no, I still think though. I still think that 60, 60 catches for Juwan and whatever he gets out of yardage out of that, whatever the number may be, is a good year for Juwan Johnson, especially like, in this offense. Can he make the? That, can he be a Pro Bowl player? Not not like yeah. And I know Pro Bowl is like a joke. Like, because what what is the Pro Bowl player now? But like in a in a classic throwback of a Pro Bowl Pro Bowl player, could he be that this season? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah, I think absolutely. so. Yes, I think he could absolutely. I think could so. yes, yep. mm-hmm. yes. Um, yeah, it's. A I'm with you. I, I honestly, I think he will. I think he will too, man. I do. Like there, yeah. One, I mean, there's not a lot of great tight ends in the NFC besides like what George Kittle and then whatever. But I think Juwan's going to have a prime for a big season. What any rookies that just you're ready to see on Sunday for the saints or in general? Uh, let's go in general. Let's, let's mix it up a little bit. I know Max is rookie. He's on man. I want to see, I want to see Jameer Gibbs. Right. I really want to see Jameer Gibbs when we're saying ben in Johnson general. Talking that shit too. Uh, Has he been Josh talking? I mean, he's talking like, man, I'm about to use him like nobody else used, shit. like nobody even see yeah. what's coming and all that. Look at my future head coach. <laughs> Get me excited, bro. <laughs> Dude, I saw I saw the same the same articles, the same interviews. I want to see what Ben Johnson's gonna do with Jameer Gibbs. Uh for the Saints, Brian Brzee and Jordan Howden. Those are the two guys. Look like Howden might be hurt. I know he's, I saw him on the injury report. So I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, but um, it's been a lot because I think that kid's going to get in. He's going to play. He's going to be a factor this year. Me too. I agree. Yeah, uh, Brzee. Yeah, whether bro, it's factor week one. Brzee, yeah. Like I can't wait to see where Brzee. I can't wait to see Brzee like in November, mm. in December. Oh you know? man. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Well, y'all can y'all can help us. Y'all can help us out with with y'all can help us out with this deadlock that we had on our last episode. You know, you bring in Colin Sanders, you bring in Nathan uh, Nathan Shepard. Do y'all think that Brzee, speaking of November and December, when the year is all said and done, do you think Brzee leads the team in snaps from the defensive line position? Not not defensive tackle, like defensive tackle. Interior defensive line. Does Brzee have defensive the tackle, mm-hmm. or is it Saunders as a Shepherd? Somebody else. I, I would probably go with Saunders, but if right now it's a Saunders, right now. But all it takes is a couple yeah. of splash plays, and then they won't be able to get him off the field. And like I could, it's I could far abs- off, right? It's not like I could see him making like a huge talk for loss on Sunday. Um, he he's exactly what the team needed at such a position that they needed it. Like there are so many little things that went into like that fall, right? Like the injuries he had at Clemson. Um, and he, he, but he tested like insanely well, right? Like he still tested well. So the yeah. fact that he was there and he's already done what he's done in preseason compared to the DTs drafted ahead of him, Clancy, uh, Mozzie Smith, they, they may have gotten extremely fucking lucky. On, on draft night when we were all there in April. 
Yeah, and it's funny because I found the uh, the text message exchange between you and I yep. in April. I won't say about two or three weeks before the draft. Yep. And I was saying, you know, Brzee, like the guy had the worst possible year you can think of. But at the same point, the guy was the number yeah. one recruit in the nation three years ago. You know, right. we had Roman Harper on the pod a few months ago, and Rome was going on about how the defensive coordinator at Clemson was saying, this guy was the best player on the team as a freshman. And this team had Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, you know, and a few other guys on there. And it's it, it, T. Higgins, you know, and it, it, it's, it's not lip service. Like, the guy right. was dominating people. So, you know, if we get his 100% health level of uh, performance, I mean, this kid is going to be – a monster, like Chris Jones type monster. It's funny, you which say we that. haven't had since Leroy Glover. It's funny you say that because the the people I kind of know who are kind of like that's that's the name that keeps being thrown out. Not saying he's going to be Chris Jones, but like his measurables and the way that he plays and wins is a in a very Chris Jones like manner, which would be huge, huge. I mean, we haven't had that since what. Bro, we've never had that. I mean, Leroy Glover was your classic three technique, you know, Warren yeah. Sapp type, smaller, undersized, what, 6'2, 6'1, 6'2, maybe 300 pounds. You know, we've I never had a monster maybe, that was 6'5. Yeah. No, nobody. No. Leroy was like 275. I mean, like, he looked like it anyway. Uh, he was he bigger than just that. Like, but... Felt. <laughs> but I feel like with our D line comes down to like, who can you even think of in the past that has even made noise? The only two guys Nick that Furley? come to my memory as a defensive tackle. Oh, or, uh, you know, Sheldon Rankins. And uh, there was a minute, a minute. Where Seth Ellis did it. Come on, like, Adam, Adam, Adam. Let's, let's talk about the what if, if Nick Fairley doesn't get the heart condition, doesn't get diagnosed with the heart condition. He would have well, been. He would like, have been. That is at the point where. Squad. That was the 2017 squad. Uh, Jesus, man. Shit, was it really? Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 The ball wouldn't have even been in the air for the miracle, man. But like, if, if we, if you uh, want to think about what type of player Brian Brissy could be, like I think Nick Fairley that season with the Saints is a good like because Nick Fairley was like dominant at points during that season, like it was insane. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. like a ton of pressures, ton of hits. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, I, look, I, that's I, a great, that's a great jumping off point for him. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? I was going to say, I have to hop off soon, but I do <laughs> want to just talk about big, big picture shit this season with the Saints and not just focus on the Titans before I head out. What are, like, give me, just yep. give me. Yeah, what you got? Win, win prediction. Win, just give me a number. So what's funny. Uh, we all said 12 and 5. Through. All three of us. All three said five. 12 and 5. Y'all are awesome. We, fuck. We, <laughs> we all have different, different ending, different ending outcomes. Okay. Right? So we'll, we'll. We'll hit you with it. We got three okay. completely different final destinations. Uh, Nick, Nick, you correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. I can't see your screen. No, right let, uh, hopefully Nick can talk because I feel like I haven't heard Nick much at all. <laughs> Nick, you hit hit us with your final destination at the 12 win season. 
Me, 12 wins, win win one playoff game, or probably lose to San Fran or Philly in the second round. Can it be Philly, bro? I can't, I can't, I can't stand, Please, I can't, I can't do a San <laughs> Bro, I, once, like, as everyone in this room knows, like, I was there for the playoff game. Well, maybe Nick doesn't know this. I was there. Like, I was in San Francisco at the game in the playoffs. I don't, I don't need another. Oh, man, Jesus. <laughs> don't need it. Don't need it in my life. I was, my girlfriend's a, coming, uh, a Niners fan. Yeah, I always laugh at those those videos where guys are breaking their TV, but I almost did in that game. Um, mine is second on the level, so I say twelve and five. Uh, because of the reminders to me of 06 and 09, I think we get an NFC Championship berth. That's a lot. I cannot say because I can't put this team on the same level as the thirteen win Saints teams, you know, which are the Super Bowl, the 18, yeah. 19 teams. But that's why I say NFC Championship birth, but that's about as far as I can like, legitimately go. But I think okay. we get NFC Championship game. So I'll leave it to Max. You you give the lead up because you had me quite inspired on your final destination, Uh-oh. Saints 2023. Hold on. Yeah, so I know, I know, I know Adam. Can we I'm, make sure we're recording Adam's face when Max finishes this? Oh, it's on. Okay. It's on. Okay. It's on. Oh, it's on. It's on. <laughs> and this is and this is going to be the send off. This is going to be the send for Adam to go hang out with his girl before she goes out of town. So, Adam, my mm. season prediction was. Are you ready? Hit it. Hit me. Oh, in seventeen. <laughs> I said oh, in seventeen. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, so I said uh, I said twelve and five. I said twelve and five. First place in the NFC via three-way tie. For the first time ever, the three-way tie is going to go in our favor. Probably 49ers and Eagles are the other okay. two teams. Thank you for answering. And then, and then we roll into the Super Bowl. And we fucking win. Who do we play? <laughs> My initial thought was Chiefs. Don't, don't but, do that in my life. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Look, you and I both don't need it because we were both. I mean, at the end of the day, we're if not going to get into a goal against yeah. the fucking Chiefs. Like, I wouldn't fucking care who who was the quarterback of the Chiefs. But the the funny thing with and I I think Ryan and I had that reaction with the twelve and five. I will say though, this would like this Saints team would not shock me as a team where. They win. They win the NFC South, and I could see them going on like a mini run. I just don't see their record being that good. Like I could easily see them winning a wild card game and then getting fucking lucky in the divisional round, and then that's it. Like all you gotta do is just beat one more fucking team, and you're in the Super Bowl. Um, and this is the season if they're gonna do it. Like the NFC being so down, like this is the year to do it. Like this really is the year to do it. You have you have who? Yeah, I mean, the Niners, the Eagles, Cowboys, maybe Dallas. Like it's not, it's not. You know, Seattle. Do they do they do what they did last year? Do they have like a regression? Like it's not a lot of teams in the NFC. Here, here, I think what you said earlier, Adam, is uh, a good point for the season as a whole. You're hard pressed to find any other game on the on the calendar on the schedule that's harder than the Titans. We have a stiffer test. 
when we screwed up last year, the years where we underachieved, it was, it was a lack of execution. You know, it was like yes. a bust play. Y'all said it in, in your preview episode, like, don't be surprised if you see a busted play here or there, you know, oh, it's it comes coming. down to like one or two guys in one game and one crucial spot miss one crucial play. Right. And then you're wondering like, you know, then you're one of those teams that says, well, you know, out of the games we lost, they were all by like three to seven points. Oh. It's like, still lost. You still missed the playoffs. I don't give a shit if you lost by three <coughs> or by 20. Okay. Yeah. Like, so the whole season for me comes down to execution. You know, do these guys show up and get it right? And, you know, there's teams that are easier than others. Right. But like y'all said before, too, it's like these mobile quarterbacks with DA, like we're going to drop one of these games, whether it's Justin right. Fields but or Anthony thing. Richardson. Like they're, one of these games is – they I'm play not gonna a say lot all of, them, of but like mobile quarterbacks this season, though. <laughs> yeah. bro. And Bryce Young might get one that's on the us, league. Like, that's the league now, man. That's just the league right now. That's true. Yeah, it's well, true. Come, come out. So I know, I, I know Adam needs to hop off. Give us your season prediction yeah, as far as final win total. What you got? Oh, I'm I'm in the middle of like which 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 way I want to go. Um, I'm gonna give him what what, what would ten wins be? 10, Ten and six. And seven. Ten. Okay. Ten and seven. So, so you're giving them enough wins for me to win my bet with you? Yeah, right now I am. am, I, am love I, it. Love am it. I, am I confident in it? That's a different story. But am I giving it? If I, this team, like if if Da underachieves with this team and the talent that's on this team, then he's got to be gone. He's gone. So he's got to roll. He's got to roll. Like yeah. simple as that. Like you can't. Get- you can't not have like at least a above 500 record with this fucking squad. The schedule's okay. just... No. I like, look, you, uh, I we, think we, if you miss... Sorry, go ahead, Corey. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think, think if you miss the... If you if you miss the playoffs with this team, it's a failure. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Agreed. 100% agree. We, like, like, we invested in this team? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the, yeah. we, no, we're he's... Nice he, he, he has to be fired if this team does not make the playoffs. Yes. He has to be fired. In the NFC Under South, no circumstances in the can NFC. you bring him back? Yes. All, only like Mulligan the, I can see him having is like if there's like a catastrophic injury and he might get like another catastrophic. Like that's, yeah, like Derek Carr gets hurt, then I could see. Yeah, but other than that, no, it got to it got to be playoffs, man. It really has to be playoffs. Yeah, um, agree. All right, but, Ryan, Ryan, what you got? Man, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I was at 10 wins all off season. I'm going to upgrade to 11 wins. There um, we go. 11. Just hope that part of the schedule. I'm not a schedule soft type person. Like, I'm not a schedule type person because the league is too dynamic and like shitty teams yeah. turn good yeah, yeah. too quickly. But man, I mean, the best quarterback we face is Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence? That's it. Kirk Cousins and Trevor Lawrence. That's, That's it. Terrible. Like, you, you're That's terrible. terrible. <laughs> There's no way. Win eleven games. Go win eleven games. Go win eleven games, man. Can, they, like, can it be? No can it be fun? Like, I, like, I, and I know what I'm asking for a little bit, but like, I don't want to have like my, my my booty hole clinched in a game. Like, even oh. though, like, like, just just go win, go win a game. That's kind like, of convincing. Well, y'all y'all said it. Like, <laughs> it'd be nice to home opener if we just like have it. You know, if we have it, like taking care vibes. of. It. If it's an easy, right? Like, can you oh, just give us? 
I don't think that's like, no, Sunday, but yes, it'll be it's nice. not going to happen. But it's like, no, could you could you just do that? You know. Well, hey, but, so guys, Adam, I know you guys got to hop off. If you could give us a quick little rundown of what's going on in November for the uh, the meetup, and then we'll yeah. uh, we'll go ahead and leave it at that. Oh my God, uh, what is not fucking going on? Um, something Ryan and I <laughs> <laughs> just had an idea. We started it last year. Um, for our podcast is just have a big meetup. So these are, this is just Patreons only. So if you're listening to this on the 28 to three podcast, you're not a Patreon, you can become a Patreon um, at, you know, we have a website, singsblockparty.com. But every year we made this tradition, we're going to pick a game in New Orleans, home game that we're all going to attend. Uh, last year, I think we got about like 25, 26 people at the meetup. We had brunch Saturday morning. We had the meetup party Saturday night. We all went to the Raiders game. And this year, it's going to even be bigger. We have like at least six, seven people coming from the UK. We have people coming from all all over the US, Cali, Pennsylvania, um, Utah, Florida. It's it's just a huge celebration of just our community as a whole. Just like, yes, we love the Saints. And that's why we came together. And we want to celebrate that. And we want to give we want to give back to the people who um, support us and, and, you know, want to give, you know, send us our, their hard on money once a month. And it's just a thank you to them. And it's, it's a great time. It really is. It, it really makes me fall in love with the city of New Orleans all over again. I you know, wasn't born in New Orleans or born in Texas, but I, I, I call New Orleans like my second home. Like that's like, that's my second home. When I'm there, I feel like I'm home. So we love it. Um, we need the people to RSVP. So we're trying to figure out brunch. We're trying to figure out, we already have the meetup location figured out. This just like what the menu is going to be, how many people is going to be there. But I think we're going to probably get to about 35-ish, if not 40-ish. So, yeah, it's a big-ass fucking thing. And we're we're excited about it. A lot of planning going going into it. So it's for the Bears game. It's November 4th and 5th. Yeah. So. Yeah, and just to uh, – yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Just no, to no, back it up, you know, went, we went to it last year. was amazing. Amazing experience. We all went to the Raiders game. We won that game twenty eight to nothing. Nothing. Uh, so obviously the best game, <laughs> the best best game of the season. Man, all of us were riding a high oh, after so the, uh, the the amazing weekend that we had. You know, Elise putting us up at her house, just having a party there the night before. You might you might want to edit incredible. this out. You might want the non Patreon showing up to fucking Elise's house. Like, hey, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they don't have the address, so we'll get. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's, this is easy. She lives in the Plaza Tower, the building with the uh, net hanging off the top. But no, of it. so so last year there, was an amazing. Um, honestly, was an amazing experience. Probably the best home game of the year, and it was. you know it couldn't have lined up any better. Oh, uh, just to be able to see everybody in person, you know, we had a great time. Yeah. Uh, getting to catch up with everybody, and look, man, looking forward to it this year. I've got some friends that are coming in town for a game. And they don't even realize they're coming in town for that game. Boom. I said, hey, look, I've got friends in town for that one. Come on in for this one. We're going to go <laughs> hang out. It's going to be a big party. So Looking the party's going to be bigger than you guys are expecting. It is. Oh, yeah. And mm. it's just it's yeah, crazy. So. It just I wanted to add this. How, and this is just modern day, but, like, we have people that we interact with online, whether it be Twitter, Discord, whatever. And, like, they're, like, they're, like, extended family. They're friends. And, we, like, so that party last year yeah. was like the first time a lot of us even like met each other in person and you know that, that there's that weird like uh like yeah i don't know if I, but like it was, it was there was none yeah. of that because we seem like we we've known each other for right, for much right. longer and it was it was a beautiful thing that just thing to see like we're like again like the fact that we have like six or seven people coming from the uk like like what the fuck like 
Like that makes no sense to us. But it just goes to show what yeah. Saints like Saints fandom can do and what a good community can do. And so we appreciate y'all for letting us come on. Um, Max, you know, knowing you for a long time, and you're like a brother, Corey, um, knowing you for a shorter time, but you're dope as hell. Nick, hopefully we'll be able to um, forge a, a, a friendship after this. But this is this is what it's all about, is just a community of people talking about the Saints and having a good time and hoping people listen and, and making something out of it. So yeah, that's... Man. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And look, I, no, no, no. I know you guys have got to run. Uh, thank you for jumping on with us. And uh, what we'll do, Nick lives in the neighborhood where Elise lives. So I'm sure if we're going to do the part, the first night party over at her place, we'll go ahead and get him over to get him. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, definitely. But uh, we'll, no, we'll get him. Uh, we'll get him to show up for the for the party this year, and so you can get to meet him in person. Nice topper. But uh, thanks for jumping on with us uh, on the pod today with us. So awesome! No, love man. you guys. Thanks for jumping Thank on. Thank you guys. Yeah. Love, we love, love you too, man. Love you all, man. Yeah, I'll let y'all be good. What a-